Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, their sharing change is now donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits assisting worthy causes here in our community. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Today, it's our pleasure to have Don Roberts with the Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation on today. And uh, first day of summer. Here yeah. we are. How good, are you? Good morning. Yep. First day of summer. Happy summer. Yeah, happy summer. It, Although it's uh, felt like it for the last while, I guess, couple weeks, month or so. Yeah. Felt like summer. It, but we haven't gotten those really hot, nasty, steamy, humid days yet. But well, I think yay. this weekend it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to feel like 100 Saturday oh, and Sunday. Oh, so. that sounds like wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That sounds just like right in time, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Well, uh, first day of summer, people are, you know, going on vacations. And, you know, you got the 4th of July uh, coming up as well. And, you know, our pets uh, are especially accustomed to a routine. And, uh, for instance... I, all three of ours somehow know that at 9 p.m. they start stirring and start, you know. It's time for bed. Jumping up, you know, on the leg. Well, it's time to eat. So, you know, feed at 9 p.m. And, yeah. And, and, but every night at that time, it's it's just uncanny. You know, they'll start, you know, squeaking around, you know, and nudging and, you know, get up, let's eat. And uh, so animals are very much routine and summertime is not routine for most folks is no my point. it's not unfortunately no it's you know school is out people take vacations time off celebrate holidays and stuff so yeah the routines of the pets get a little bit kind of confusing yeah well just make sure that uh you're thinking about them in in those regards and uh, a lot of folks will be boarding during this time of the year and um, I, what is it? Uh, kennel cough. That's something you want to make sure that you have. Right. And then of course, the, you know, the big, um, thing last fall was the canine influenza. Mm. So, but unfortunately I'm not sure if there's many vets in our area that even have that vaccine right now. So, um, it's on back order for, it's been on back order for quite a while. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, just kind of keep those things in mind. And uh, you were telling me that July is loss prevention month for yes. pets, huh? Yes, it is. Um, you know, and I guess that kind of goes and sides with the vacations and the 4th of July and things. So, you know, there's a few tips that, you know, dog owners and um, can take to make sure that if, you know, they don't lose their pet and if they do lose it, that they're reunited. And microchipping is probably the best way. You know, make sure your pet is microchipped. It's a, just a little uh, thing that's about a size of a, you know, size of a rice. Mm -hmm. And it's inserted in, you know, around the shoulder blades and um, you register it. And so that if your dog does get away, gets lost in your travels or runs away for whatever reason, you know, somebody can take it to a vet, um, take it to a shelter and scan it, and then they can get it back to you. And those are typically can be inserted especially when they're puppies and maybe going through some puppy stuff is that when you recommend it kind yeah of? and they can migrate i mean normally we they're inserted around the shoulder blades but you know as puppies grow and dogs grow and you know things can just cut migrate so you know you it's always good to get you know check them once a year to make sure that you can still find the microchip and things like that because they do tend to move sometimes so. okay yeah. um and it it, it is pretty small 
Yes, like a size of a kernel of rice. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not large at all. So uh, any other things that we need to keep up to date in terms of uh, our pets and think about during this loss prevention month? Yeah, make sure you've got a current rabies tag and then an ID tag on the collar. Um, you know, when you're outside and you're not in an enclosed area, it's always good to, you know, keep your dog on a leash so that if something, you know, bolts in front of it or rabbit or any other thing that they don't take off and you have control of it you know always you know your yard um you know wind can blow down portions of your fence or your gate can come unlatched or you know some dogs can dig holes under their fence so you just always want to make sure that enclosed areas are safe and you know everything is closed up and locked and there's no holes that a dog can get through Mm -hmm. and you know teaching basic commands of come and stay so you know if a dog runs off they know those commands to either just stay or come to somebody that wants to help them and spay and neuter i mean it means less wandering sure yeah um stay is is very important I, I can say stay and hold my finger up and you know that holds their attention there until you know you can release and, absolutely you know, yeah and it's pretty easy to teach especially if you've got a puppy these are some things that you really should do right yeah i mean the the younger they are the easier it is and then you can just reinforce them as they grow up mm-hmm. uh I, I would add here too and it's something that um we have added to our dogs are those Apple Air Tags. Oh yes, and um, they actually make collars now where the Air Tags will fit on on the collars, and um, so it's just like if you've lost your iPhone, and it, it will kind of take you to that area. Well, same thing for the Air Tags. So if our fifteen-year-old uh, Westie sometimes she will go under a bed and we can't figure out where she's at and so we just pop that open and it kind of guides us right to where she is so it's a pretty cool little oh, feature yeah that's great too yeah because i think a lot of people with microchipping while they're the ownership and everything is there it's not like a tracking device mm-hmm. so it's not like something like that where you can see exactly where your pet is yeah i think that was one of the unintended consequences of that it was mostly to put on your key ring if you lose your keys absolutely something like that but uh, people get creative in order to protect their pets yeah yeah yeah. and uh so there there are lots of uh collars and um, harnesses that have that you know where you can put that on right uh, so just a good little tip there uh we are talking with don roberts with the beasley animal clinic and foundation and uh, of course we've got the fourth of july coming up here too and um i will add summer thunderstorms in that as well we had some of that yesterday and we've got one of our dogs that's just kind of terrified of storms and so whenever it's thundering outside she's you know kind of all up in arms so you know loud noises fourth of july fireworks that's often a scary time for right it is and you just have to you know first of all prepare in advance and you know like we were just talking about make sure you have everything in order so that you know you can try to keep your pet you know as safe as possible and not running away um you know another good thing is you know have a current photo of your pets you know in case you need to you know, something happens, you need to put it out there on social media or something that, you know, have a good photo. Um, you know, always just, um, you know, microchipping or mm-hmm. air tags is always, you know, a great thing. Um, if your dogs or, you know, I know cats, you know, they can run off too. If they're super anxious, you know, another thing is, you know, maybe talk to your full service veterinarian about getting some sort of medication that calms them a little bit. If it's just overwhelming, you know, keeping them in a, 
you know, a small, dark area with calm music or anything like that that can get them away and make them feel safe from these loud noises sometimes works for most pets. But there's some that, you know, it's really traumatic. Mm-hmm. I have a dog that, you know, is just terrified and there's nothing that we can do to calm her except to, you know, give her some sort of sedative that kind of helps her relax oh, yeah. a little bit. So um, we can put her in a dark room with music. And I mean, it's, I think they can feel the vibrations they out must. there too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just, you know, it's a tough time for a lot of pets. And if you're going to set fireworks off at your house or your, or your neighborhood, just, you know, make sure that your dogs are in a safe place that, you know, they feel comfortable and just do what you can to try to keep them as comfortable as possible and i guess it also serves as a reminder too that um if you know that you have a pet that has some anxiety with those types of loud noises and and things of that nature just to be aware of that and maybe your neighbor shooting fireworks you know and and whatnot and it will come at an unexpected time absolutely (laughs) yeah i mean you can't wait for july 4th because i'm sure people are going to start shooting them off before that so and long time after that so it's you know you really do need to kind of have an idea of what you're going to do where you're going to put them to kind of you know keep them safe and not you know exposed to all these loud boomers out there are for we have two chihuahua mixes uh, uh, and the westie and so they apparently just kind of go nuts every time they hear a car door slam or a noise outside and uh, we have kind of started leaving the television on so there's a, a little bit of background noise and that seems to help cut down on hearing those distant noises uh-huh. you know and and so maybe that helps maybe it doesn't uh i know you said with with yours even the dark room and radio didn't help and whatnot so yeah but dogs are different dogs and cats are are all different right yeah and so you just have to know your and that's why you know you know your pet and talking with your um veterinarian or even a behavioralist can give you some more tips on you know how to try to keep this as you know stress-free as possible for a lot of these pets i mean it's going to probably be stressful but yeah. try to minimize it as much as you can for these your four-legged family members and i would assume that maybe some with larger animals you need to kind of think about that even if you you know live out in the country and have a couple of horses though i mean those can easily spook with that oh yeah i mean I have horses, so I'm always making sure that my fence is good because, yeah, I mean, luckily we live out in the country where there's a lot of shooting and, you know, people target practice and stuff like that. So they're fairly, but fireworks, they get a little bit freaked out. So, you know, always have to just make sure that those areas are, you know, enclosed and safe as well. Dawn Roberts is here joining us today with the Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation. Uh, Any other tips here about the 4th of July? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have guests over, just, you know, kind of just make sure they're aware that if they open the doors and go in and out, that they're aware of the pet. You know, maybe put a note up there saying, pet, don't let out, or just something like that to make sure the pet stays safe. You know, keep them away from hot grills. And, you know, you've got your sparklers, your glow sticks, and all that kind of stuff. Just kind of make sure that you pick that stuff up if you're setting those off because those are not safe and dangerous to pets as well yeah uh, dogs i have a lot of experience with dogs i guess but and i keep saying that but dogs <laughs> but they're very curious so if there's something new out there they're going to want to know what it is yeah and you know cats <laughs> love to chase you know little bright lights and stuff too so if yeah. you've got a cat make sure that they're not going after your you know your sparkler or your glow stick or something like that and then they get it and have it in their mouth you bring up a 
a good point about the door um, going in and out because maybe you have more traffic, you have a, a family event going on, and um, even though that the inside of the home may be the safe place, they hear a loud noise and get scared, they may just bolt. Right, absolutely. You know. Yep, yep. So, you know, if it's, especially if it's the front door where there is no enclosure for them to stay you know, contained, you really do need to make sure that everyone's aware of the dog or cat that could bolt out. Some very good tips here. Um, Dawn, I guess uh, I didn't ask earlier, and I should have, uh, things at the clinic still running along? They are. Um, as you know, many months I've been saying that we are, you know, been short-staffed and stuff, so we're we're doing what we can to keep up our services and stuff. Um, we are going to be closed the week of July 4th from July 3rd to July 6th. We're kind of doing this as a way to kind of give my staff a kind of a rest period and recharge and everything like that. You know, we've got to stay healthy and and then fit and able to do what we can to keep ourselves happy and healthy so we can continue to care for the pets of the community. Sure. So um, if anyone needs vaccinations or anything like that prior to the 4th, they need to maybe come next week in order to get all that done. Because like I said, we'll be closed July 3rd through the July 6th. Okay. Uh, and you can find just search for Beasley Animal Clinic uh, online and find lots of information there. Dawn, as uh, always, a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Oh, yes, thank you so much. Dawn Roberts, our guest today here on Rutherford Issues.